More official denials of a rumored BRICS trade settlement currency agreement were published this week. Reuters had this headline, what to me seems a misdirection, but see what you think. The article is entitled, quote, BRICS currency not on August summit agenda, South African official says. A BRICS currency will not be on the agenda of the BLOCKS summit in South Africa next month, but Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa will continue to switch away from the U.S. dollar, South Africa's senior BRICS diplomat said on Thursday. Quote, there's never been talk of a BRICS currency. It's not on the agenda. Anil Suklau, South Africa's ambassador at large, Asia and BRICS, told a media briefing. Quote, what we have said and we continue to deepen is trading in local currencies and settlement in local currencies. Brazil's President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov are among BRICS leaders that touted the idea of a common currency as the bloc aims to challenge the Western dominance of global finance amid Russia's sanctions-imposed exile after it invaded Ukraine last year. This has pushed countries to find alternatives to the dollar, especially among non-U.S. allies. However, India's foreign minister said earlier this month that currencies would remain, quote, very much a national issue for a long time to come, while South Africa's central bank governor has pointed out that a common currency requires a banking union, a fiscal union, and macroeconomic convergence. Quote, BRICS started a process that has been expedited as a result of the conflict, as a result of unilateral sanctions. So Klau said, quote, the days of a dollar-centric world is over. That's a reality. We have a multipolar global trading system today. Now, nowhere in this article is there mentioned that the BRICS, with perhaps ongoing help from the Bank for International Settlements, is likely headed into a new world trade settlement order, one where bilateral balance of trade between nations in the BRICS can and will likely occur increasingly in time without fiat U.S. dollars as an intermediary. Instead, using their respective currencies to settle, be it through oncoming MCBDC systems or other trade settlement agreements BRICS and BRICS Associated may implement in the future. China Daily again reported this week the old news that the Indian Foreign Minister also stated there is no idea for a BRICS currency in the pipeline, ignoring the fact that this is not what many people are suggesting is the potential BRICS sovereign trade settlement in the works. The China Daily article also covered a lot of hyperbolic tweets and various news items. Pretty much all that we've covered here, it's as if they're actually watching our videos to get talking points. Meanwhile, in the failing unipolar world, uh, we have articles such as this from Bloomberg, quoting the International Institute of Finance, stating currency devaluations touted by IIF to aid troubled economies. Troubled governments that devalue their currencies tend to benefit from the decision, underscoring the tool's usefulness in the face of crisis, according to the Institute of International Finance. There's been a pivot toward economic growth in countries just three years after authorities opt for major currency devaluations, economists Robin Brooks and Jonathan Fortin found in analysis of the 51 largest and most persistent episodes since 1990. Export volumes rise, according to the Washington-based Banking Trade Group and current account deficits reliably narrow, with some even turning to surpluses. Quote, as asymmetric shocks from climate change to heightened geopolitical risks multiply, we think the policy consensus needs to shift back to seeing exchange rate devaluations as part of the solution and not a problem to be avoided, Brooks and Fortune wrote in a Thursday report. Some of the world's most indebted nations have found themselves embroiled in debates surrounding currency devaluations this year, 
as they weigh the drop in their exchange rates needed to secure bailouts from the International Monetary Fund. Egypt, Pakistan, and Lebanon are among those that have opted for devaluations in a bid to address dollar shortages and other fiscal challenges. Argentina, too, has faced pressure to drop its peso exchange rate as discussions heat up with the IMF. A delegation from Argentina's economy ministry is in Washington this week to discuss the fifth review of a $44 billion loan with the multilateral lender. Meanwhile, the gap between the official and black market rate widens past 100%. Governments are often hesitant to devalue their own currencies, a process that typically reduces the purchasing power of people in the nation. Quote, none of this is to say that devaluations aren't painful. The IIF, in the IIF economists wrote, quote, they imply meaningful disruption, especially when hard currency debt plays a big role. Still, they pointed to the benefits. After valuations, countries tend to see their current account deficits narrow or even swing into surplus, they wrote. There is also a lift to growth in export volumes, which rises with the scale of devaluations. A rise in exports often becomes material after about two years. After devaluation begins and lasts for years, Brooks and Fortune wrote, well, we're going to juxtapose that article of, uh, you know, no problem, just to buy your currency. Good luck, people who own it. Um, we're going to juxtapose a, a bit of that uh, versus mm, what I've seen in my travels this past week uh, in a country that has had massive currency valuations over the last few years. But that will be on the other side of this brief break. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Smash the like button if you enjoy these Bullion market updates. And be sure to visit sdbullion.com forward slash sweepstakes to enter our free 500 ounce Silver Eagle coin giveaway. Want to win 500 Silver Eagle coins just like this guy? Yeah, this is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. I'm calling to you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a monster box of 2022 Silver Eagle. Unbelievable. That is awesome. <laughs> so click the link below for your chance to win. Good luck to all of you out there who enter our free 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin giveaway sweepstakes. The monetary precious metals spot price markets in fiat US dollar terms. Traded in mixed but still somewhat bullish fashion this week. The spot silver price rallied through the week only to get capped Wednesday going into Thursday, finishing just below 25 an ounce in fiat US dollar terms. The spot gold price closed slightly up above 1916 ounce bid as it sold off to yesterday on late in Wednesday, early Thursday, following a near $2,000 an ounce rally. The spot gold-silver ratio finished just below 80 for the week. Lots of bullion-related headlines and data this week confirming a few things we knew and a few other details we did not. City of London-based consultancy Metals Focus admitted that North American silver bullion buying is still going on at a torrid pace, akin to last year's record silver bullion investment demand levels. Bank failures in March 2023, uh, probably the main reason for the strong silver demand start to 2023 in the United States specifically. On the Western European front, a change in silver coin sales tax treatment in Germany this past year has helped to squash overall silver bullion demand and sales volumes. Basically, any silver bullion bought in the European Union gets slapped with an additional plus 19% value-added tax, and that is on top of any mint and or bullion dealer premiums charged. The EU thus tends to continue to trade much more heavily in gold bullion given that many gold bullion products there are VAT-free, while silver is hammered. 
Western ETF sponsors made headlines this week, citing a recent poll where they stated that millennials are the largest gold allocating generation based on their surveys. No mention of how unsecured retail investors don't actually own any bullion or how JP Morgan is now the majority in charge of looking after the world's largest supposed unsecured gold and silver ETF hoards. Uh, note to viewer, if you're counting on unsecured ETF gold proxies as your portfolio's safe haven, you might want to actually go read the prospectuses, learn the myriad risks that you pay to own without actually owning any bullion. A few months ago, back in late May, China Daily reported that Generation Z is also getting bullish gold and buying more high-grade jewelry and bullion bars for various reasons. The played out notion that young people don't buy bullion is just that. It's not true. It's a general nonsense narrative that you see trope throughout the media, but it's not true. Many young people buy bullion. Onwards to the finishing topic of this week's SD Bullion Market Update. While strategists line up their technical charts to increasingly try and make the major secular fiat US dollar bear call of all time, it's important to remember how the majority world and some of the oldest civilizations handle inevitable fiat currency failures. This past week, I spent a few days in Istanbul, Turkey, and I gave you my word I'd report my findings regarding their retail gold market firsthand. It's a country that's had its fiat lira almost at parity with the fiat US dollar in August of 2008. Now it's nearly 27 to 1, and it's moved in a hockey stick of local price inflation and fiat currency debasement over the last few years. Now, maybe I should have told the kind elderly waiter at my hotel's pool, the guy who told me how he lost his local Grand Bazaar business following the 2008 financial crisis. Now things locally have never really gotten any better. They've only gotten worse since. Maybe I should tell him not to worry because the IIF says a few years after this massive fiat lira currency debasement, it's going to be ultimately good for the local economy, net on net. I mean, that, that's what they say in their academic papers in their 51 various economy studies since 1990. So he could take heed with that, right? It's not a coincidence that in one of the world's oldest shopping malls, there are literally hundreds of gold shops like this one with investment grade gold bangles literally dangling in the windows. You also find gold kilos to one gram gold bullion bars, very common as well from shop to shop. Cash there seem to be king as fiat currency exchange portals are a dime a dozen block to block. The fiat currency changers, they're making a mint. Turks with means often buy and stack physical precious metals. Customarily, physical gold is what they use to protect their long haul savings. This is often painfully handed down knowledge that Westerners will get to learn and or relearn, sadly, in some of the hardest ways to come. But as we covered here tonight, North American bullion buyers, they this year thus far, they're not slowing down. They literally sit at the epicenter of the upcoming all-time fiat folly, and they will likely only further increase their bullion buying volumes as time moves forward. The young, ultimately, no matter where they are in the world, they're gonna inherit most of it, no matter what. That will be all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this video, hit the like button and share it with those you love. 
Subscribe to our channel and hit that alert button so you know when we publish new bullion market updates.